Welcome to Bounce with Zanella Morrison, the podcast that has conversations with extraordinary, ordinary people. So in this next episode with Nundlandla, we talk about getting feedback. Um, it's not easy, especially when you're the honest type of person, because most people just don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear that maybe their work is not up to par or that the way they're going about it is not the right way. Um, and they also don't want to hear it in an honest way. And Nundlandla also talks a bit about sponsorship a little bit later. She is so positive and is surrounded by so many sponsors. I found that so interesting and maybe different from my own experience. But let's begin with feedback. I completely believe in giving true and authentic feedback. And it's not always about what has happened, but I also give feedback on what should happen, where you should be, where you should be going, the things you should be doing. And, And I think you have to also accept yourself when you are just unconditionally committed to making sure that you bring out the best out of people because guess what sometimes and oftentimes I found they don't agree mm-hmm. they don't agree yeah. with your version of this is what good looks like um, I, I love storytelling uh, yesterday I had an incident where a young man had done something that 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 uh, the senior disapproved of and he was literally in tears because the senior was so upset and he went on to write a description of why you know he what he had done and and what have you and how sad he was at the outcome. When I looked at what he said he had done, he's wrong. He's wrong. So go cry, but you are wrong. Learn and be open to the feedback you are getting because this your senior is actually right. You are wrong. How do you do that? So it's so difficult also to receive feedback True. when we are in the wrong, you know, but the kind of honesty that you are willing to give, we need more of it because we're not going to grow unless we're getting that, that, that kind of honesty. But you're also being so generous, Nontanta, about people calling and supporting and, and maybe that's what you had. There's also the other side where there aren't a lot of people who pull up other people. It hasn't been a culture that, that we have in this country. I do think that the tide has turned. We are starting to become more generous, more helpful, more concerned about lifting each other up. But I mean, I started my entrepreneurial journey 25 years ago. I can tell you it was slim pickings when it came to people to support you. So, so, so how do you, how do you feel about the current time that you've stepped into? being on your own are you are you like are you hopeful and are you seeing that the tide is turning to helping you as a black woman in this country you know um it is so weird because um you know i was having the very same conversation not that long ago to say um the right kind of sponsors um don't look at nontlantla as a black woman um these are you know you know brothers that says you're a female we understand that we've been privileged as men. So therefore, Sisi, here's a platform. And I mean, you know, simple example, the founders of Terra Green have said, we don't want you to change. I'm a maverick. I don't conform. They said, but being unique is what makes you great. I mean, it's like, huh? I could not do that in corporate, you know, and, um, but not all companies do that. So there are companies that walk the talk. And there are companies that um, would say, oh, this is what we want. So I've been quite lucky, um, you know, being on my own to be supported by, you know, traditional leaders. I mean, which is, I mean, it, it is unheard of in, uh, in Africa, but I can tell you for sure, traditional leaders, oh, Baba, um, you know, are, are saying, but daughter, and uh, you can actually, you are great. And um, 
you know, business people that I interact with, they say, you've got something to offer this world. So therefore do you, because there are those that come after you that could learn a thing or two. So I'm thinking, why, why wasn't I on my own all along? But then the time wasn't right, right? No, because no. emotionally, mentally, but, um, I mean, having done my MBA, it helped me as well. Because then, um, you know, it gives you the courage. They say, um, you know, when you do your MBA, you start to look at your life and you go like, shoo, I have not done enough. You know, I, you know, start to feel guilty. So I'm able to make use of my um, network and my village because I guess of my experience and the people that I met, but in my education as well, because when I, I don't miss and I don't waste a moment. Mm -hmm. And for me, my network, I respect. So when you take an, a, a chance on me, I'll make sure that I hold on to the opportunity that you give me. And so my village of people who are encouraging me, who are lifting me up, who are saying, you've got something to give to the world. We've got a platform to give to you. At, at the village that says, you are enough, you are unique, don't ever change. And you've got to tell yourself that. I mean, I, I think that you, you talk about this network and this village. I don't know if I'm blind, but I need to wake up and tell myself that. I need to say, it's okay that you're different. Your choices that are different are actually also okay. Because when you do this, you're stepping out of the norm. You're stepping out of the everyday way of being. Yeah. I, I must tell you though, that, um, I have been super, I think because I've been doing it from day one, my first job was my first business. I opened up an employment agency while I was a student. I had access to students. I figured I could sell them. You know, they sell really easily. And I, we opened up an employment agency, um, with Ubusi. But so, so I've always known how to be there and I've always known how to make money. So, so that ability of, you know, Deirdre was saying the other day, a friend of mine was saying, you're the only person I know who steps out of corporate and lands on their feet on the first month. And also God is generous, right? Has been absolutely carrying me. There has never been a month where I'm like asking questions. Every now and again, I'm like, you know, 28, 29, oh, you know, when is this coming in? But there hasn't been, right? So, so I think, I think that there's, there's also an agility and an ability to have the kinds of skills that enable you to make money for yourself. That is such a rare thing in today's world. People don't know that if they didn't have a job, they wouldn't have an income. Mm. And yeah. isn't that scary? It is. You have to, you have to fight very hard to not necessarily be reliant on a job. You have to find ways and things that you can do. And I mean, in today's technology, there's so much you can do that can help you to earn a living. We also have to get corporates to start supporting people. Uh, the, the people's thinking about themselves that even if they, you, you know, I, I find that oftentimes, um, corporates and it depends on, on, on who, by the way, it's also very selective. They don't appreciate you doing other things. They don't appreciate you if you went in, if you were, while you were at your previous employer saying that, Oh, I sit on the board of this or I sit on the board of that. Oh no, you'd have to keep quiet, right? Because it's not welcome that you have an interest. But you, what I love is Google. I had a, I had an interview with the CEO of Google and he was saying that they give 20% of their, of the time of an employee back to the employee. Oh, wow. To do whatever they want to do at that time. Now the worry was, what if, whatever they do in that 20 minutes, it means that productivity is less by 20 minutes. And guess what? They found that productivity actually increased yeah. because nobody wanted the privilege of having the right to do something else taken away. So what did people do? They upped their productivity. Wow. Isn't that incredible? It is. Trusting that people 
want to have a cause. They want to be out there doing something for themselves. They want to gain a different competency or a different skill, but they will be so loyal to this job that allows them to do that. So, so I think that that thinking is not there. So, so on a lighter note though, you now wake up in the morning and what does it feel like? Sure. Um, I, Look, I'm, I'm more stressed about um, traffic than anything else because my boss is 11 years old. So I got to take him to school. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your stress. And then what does it feel like? But it feels so great because, um, look, my little one is growing. And for me, you know, when I was in corporate, I would be worried about dropping him off and then going to, to work. Now I, so nearly waking up. And saying, I want to get my child to school and then do me. And I don't owe anybody an explanation as to why are you late? Why? It, it, look, it makes me, um, appreciate my time, but I go like, girl, you're a good mom. Yeah. <laughs> you may suck at anything else, but you're a good parent. Uh, oh, <laughs> listen, we have so much to unpack. So firstly, when every time I've left corporate, I remember I had this amazing job that I absolutely loved. And it I struggled to leave, right? I struggled to leave. And when I left, it was trauma for the first couple of months. Have you experienced that? The yes. first couple of months are flipping like, trauma. Yeah. Because you lose a sense of your everydayness. Yep. Eh? I, I promise you. So if anybody thinks of, you know, swapping or moving careers, or whatever, I don't know how other people do it, but I'm here to tell you the truth. It is hard. It is. Those first couple of months. Yeah. And then you get to that space. That space of like, oh, I've just dropped her off. Oh, I'm going to work from this coffee shop today. Yeah, and 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 you know what? It is because now everybody else that you know is at work, so you can mm. now phone people randomly, isn't it? And you feel like, oh well, my we god, call each other randomly. Yeah, but <laughs> you, you know, if most of most of your people are in corporate, yeah. And um, I remember the first first time when I decided because I worked at the bank and I decided I'm 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 tired of working. Oh no, I did this before. Well, oh, I was you like, have done uh, this uh, before. Uh, I was like, it's not working for me anymore. <laughs> no, I was like. Uh, no, so because everybody, you know, um, the one thing I liked about the bank that I worked in is every year I could move to different departments. Mm. They allowed me, you know, to be me. But then I was like, I want to do something else. I want to move from banking to broadcasting. But, um, you know, I was applying and I was not getting what I wanted. I was like, I'm done. I'm going to rebrand myself. And I was at home for more than six Yo, months. You see why I got you here, girl? <laughs> I'm going to rebrand myself. <laughs> So, oh my god, I, I, I said, but yeah. then everybody that I was trying to call, you know, I mean, banking is like, you know, my chomas were at the bank and everybody was working and thinking, these friends are not loyal. Cause, cause I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I you're rebranding. I'm rebranding, you're rebranding but at home. Not, not everybody else is rebranding. <laughs> and then I started, cause I, I, you know, in my twenties, early twenties, my father used to say when I was young, um, if you want to be a CEO, and corporate is not giving you the opportunity to be a CEO. Go print a business card and write CEO. So, <laughs> I know. So I had like, um, you know, Shamori actually, I've had it in, you know, since I was 20, so I had this business card that says CEO. So <laughs> I was sitting with uh, like CEO of nothing. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> do you know, I was most relaxed. I was very happy, but I was very stressed mm -hmm. because now this, these people that I knew did not have time for me. I, it, cause look, I did, 
I did this um, so that I may rebrand, but I forgot that not not everybody else was rebranding. My husband was working at the time, so when I called him, he's like, he's going to a meeting. He's like, sure, nobody's yeah. got time for me. Yeah. And then after six months, I got very tired, and then I temped. Um, and I enjoy I enjoyed temping when I was temping. That's when I called, um, you know, got a phone call to go and 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 work for a public broadcaster. I was like, wow, okay, this is the rebranding that I wanted because it's like yeah. I was shaking off the banking. You know, you know that also is um one of the things that I always ask myself is sometimes so so, so it, it's it's a bit complicated and I'm not sure if I know the answer. Sometimes you've got to leave in order to get to where you need to get to, yes. right? And, and unfortunately, a lot of people will say, do what you want to do first and then leave once it's secure. So look, I, I'm not giving any definite answers here. I don't know if I have, I, I have searched for opportunities while I'm inside mm-hmm. and I create opportunities while I'm inside. And I always think that's the safest thing, right? Already start to build that network that you're going to talk to when you leave and you go and, and you look to be on your own. A lot of the reasons why I've often left is if I've had a child, for example, and they, and apparently, it's three months maternity leave. That's not working for me. You know, it doesn't work for me. It just doesn't work for me. So I, I, I resign early. Um, and I save up. Oh, by the way, what we also forget to talk about is, okay, so let's finish that topic first. So, so this is how this podcast is going to go. It's not perfect. We're yeah. talking. We are people. We are not machines and I'm not a journalist. <laughs> um, so, so, so it is the issue of how do you make the transition? And sometimes you've got to be brave, jump off and go find the transition. And I believe in that right it's very risky i also believe create the network mm-hmm. while you're working and i'm i'm an i'm a stakeholder builder i'm a relationship builder i have people i build relationships i don't have a problem with that so that's another great skill if you're going to go off on your own but what i wanted to say was you also have to live the kind of financial life that affords you to do that mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. if you cannot now resign and survive for 3 months or a year don't do it. You've got to have the low life maintenance thing. My life is very agile. I know how to adjust my life to suit where I'm at. And I'm also not materially driven. So I don't need all that money to survive. I can do whatever I want when I want um, and still be me and live me. So there's two things. One is preparation. How, what kind of lifestyle do you need to have? And then two is how do you then um, become agile? You know, and, and how do you build up that ability to bounce between your decisions and the things that you do? It's not easy. Look, Zanella, you can save up for a year. Um, but, um, you know, things might go beyond a year, but it is how do you adapt mm-hmm. when you're there? And I like the fact that, um, you know, I'm not showy. I live a very simple life. And the fact that I am a minimalist and I don't need, my lifestyle is not dependent or, on the next person. So I do me. As long as I can survive, as long as I do Unontlantla, not anybody else, and you can then um, stay on course. But if you're a person, look, we're not the same and I'm not judging anybody. Look, uh, I'm not a... I'm not a collector of people <laughs> in a sense that every weekend I got to go to a party and everything else. So I know what is important to me while I'm on this journey. And if I'm able to cover my basics while I'm waiting for that big deal, that big contract to pay, then I'm okay. 
And I think when you have that mindset, because I mean, in the world, we call it a world of hustle. Cause I was laughing with my friend Robert, who was like, Hey, Ngarwam, we're hustling here is because it's, it's, it's friends like those that will teach you when, you, when the tank goes down, when you're starting to panic, they're saying, no, we've been, we've been at this journey. Don't mm. worry. Mm. And uh, this is the shortcut. This is how you do things. Mm. And so when you are in the world of hustle and you're moving with hustlers, you survive. Mm. But if you are in the world of hustle and you want to go glam, then you're going to have a problem. So, so it's important who you surround yourself with. Exactly. It's important who you surround yourself with because if you, and that mustn't change, or in, in my view anyway, it doesn't change. If you remain authentically you, mm-hmm. you can always do you comfortably and you will surround yourself with people that are doing a similar you. Exactly. And not a different type of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, and I think, I, I think it's so easy to get trapped. And because what you're talking about is not just about Unontlantla, but it's who Unontlantla believes herself to be. Mm-hmm. A lot of people believe themselves to be externalities. They believe perhaps also to be the companies that they work for. You know, you know, we've got this thing, they always ask, where do you work? And that is the biggest thing for them, right? It's, it's about being able to say, oh no, I work at the largest bank. Mm-hmm. Or you know, still, still people like are so proud to work at a bank. Or, 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 and I work in a court. You could be a translator or a sweeper, but your identity, which is nothing wrong with a translator, by the way, nothing wrong with sweeping. I would sweep. I love sweeping. You know, I love cleaning. Um, but, but identity is linked to a sign on the building on the outside. You know, and that is again, no judgment because it's so important for achievement in the sense that, you know, um, being, being at Google, for example, what a, what a great organization. I wouldn't mind being affiliated to that. But I mean, some of the best companies I've worked for, I guess I have worked for really good companies. Um, but I, I think I've had fun working for small outfits. I mean, I, I work for the second, um, I worked for and I, and I, and I, and I still keep in touch with the second biggest. Uh, burial company in South Africa. I have never seen such dynamism. I mean, I love that business. So, so it's also about what you put value to yep. that then determines who you are. And by the way, when you leave that company, they don't remember you after a little bit. You become like a memory, but you're still alive. But it depends on the value that you bring. Look, Zanele, um, earlier on in my life, there was a company in Senten. And um, you'd laugh because I used to say, I love that building. If I can work for that company. I did not even know what they did. <laughs> <laughs> I want to work for that it's, company. It's aspirational, right? You're like, go. Yeah. But um, look, I've been quite lucky because the companies I've worked for, even to this day, they still say Mrs. O because of the value that I brought to the organization. But again, the kind of leaders that I met who allowed me to be me. And so I always say, Work in such a way that people can place value. You could say, you could say whatever you want to say about Nontlantla, but trust me, you can never find fault with my work. But not mm. everybody has though, I guess that is blessed with that or that luck for people to remember what they've done. So it, 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 it depends though on, on, on organizations and experience. So my experience had been, um, you know, most of the organizations that I've worked for, not all of them remembers me, by the way. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was about <laughs> yeah, to say, no, no, oh, my God. Not all of them. Really, no, but <laughs> you walk around with, like, placards of yourself. No, Excuse not, us. Not all of them, <laughs> but the ones where they, you, you, you know, they make you become loyal, where even to this day, 
when when you know I would say I would advocate for that organization because it 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 made me feel good. So they say people will always remember how you made them feel. Yeah. And so for me, some of these organizations and both public and uh, private broadcasting, I to this day, I you know when I think about those organizations, I go like, wow, that was when I started to remember me. Even the bank that I you know worked for um, throughout my mm-hmm. journey, I still keep in touch with the people more than fifteen years. Mm. I still keep in touch. And some of your friends, by the way, yes, come from those environments. I made the most loyal friends in the environments where I thrived the most. Exactly, and because other people thrived and you thrived. That being said, um, it's not always valued to to be bringing skills mm. and let's also be honest yeah, right yeah. in the sense that when you are a knowledge worker like you and you're a change maker and you want to make things different that's not always what organizations value mm-hmm. right uh, sometimes organizations value mediocrity yeah. sometimes they value people who'll be quiet and yeah. just do what they need to do so cultures are different and people are different and you've got to find your zone you've got to be in places where you are in flow you know, I look back by, by the way, flow, people always assume that flow is happy. I'm in happy flow now, but I've been in organizations that have been tough, yeah. but I look back and I go, I want to thank you Yes, because I learned so much. Yes, I want to come kiss your feet <laughs> because you were just an incredible organization, but it was sore. It was painful. Okay, Nantlantla, so let's take a bit of a breather here. We'll, we'll come back to everybody. And for this next part, for me, I found very exciting. We're going to come back and chat about transitions, the space from one area to another area or the move from one space to another space. You want to listen to this part. It's going to be so meaty. Catch you in the next episode. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.